0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Forward Curve. Hello and welcome to The Forward Curve, the weekly podcast covering the commodity markets and the global economy, brought to you by Gold Street Advisors, the independent research and advisory firm. Have commodity prices peaked? That's the topic of discussion in today's episode. I'm Christian Clavidecher, and joining me is our chief analyst, Robin Barr. Hello, Robin. Welcome back.
1: Thanks, Christian. As regular listeners of our podcast will agree, there have been some staggering price increases in the commodity space since the lows were reached amid a pandemic-inspired sell-off in March 2020. The 12-month price change has been explosive. For example, with iron ore prices up 108%, copper 56%, Aluminum, 60%, tin, 95%, and lithium, a whopping 162%. These staggering gains beg the question, have we seen the peak in metal prices? The short answer is yes. Okay, so how about the long answer, Robin? So as the second quarter ends and the third quarter is underway, um, this is associated with the slower summer months um, and a typical dip in industrial activity. And therefore, the peak in metal prices is likely passed for this year. Credit growth and infrastructure spending in China has peaked and economic growth is slowing, while central banks are talking about slowly tightening monetary policy and looking to reduce liquidity in financial markets on heightened inflation fears. Metals demand growth in particular is slowing as supply constraints ease. And in the offing, the possibility of higher taxes is another potential dampener. That all makes sense. So uh, what are our friends in China doing? Indeed, a very important uh, question. We all know that China consumes over half the world's uh, commodities, particularly metals. And it wants to to talk down these high metal prices that we opened up with. And it's doing it with varying success and trying to back up the talk by doing the walk and releasing metal from strategic reserves to back up its talk. It's not just China, though, as policymakers globally are also fixated about whether current inflation rises are transitory or more of a structural issue. If upward pressure on prices persists, and as a consequence, expectations of rising interest rates increase, financial markets, including commodities, could be in for a bumpy ride. The big question around how long inflation sticks around and how pronounced it proves to be will take months to answer. It could be the end of the year before we know. Okay, so can you summarize the metal supply situation at the moment? Absolutely. So as global industrial production has continued to strengthen this year and global trade in goods has surpassed pre-pandemic levels, supply has struggled to keep pace due to mine closures and logistical delays. For example, a lack of shipping containers and very high freight rates. In terms of disrupted supply, we've seen the zinc and copper supply from South America has taken a hit with Peru imposing the longest government-enforced mine closures. These closures have caused a small and temporary impact on short-term supply, but have had a bigger impact on longer-term supply. Why is this? Well, project pipelines have been hit by challenging financing conditions, and difficulties in accessing and working at mine sites have also delayed project development. Understood. And so how about the demand side of the equation? The exceedingly high levels of metal consumption in China means that demand growth in the rest of the world would be unlikely to fully compensate for a China slowdown. And China's metals consumption or intensity is falling as progress in rebalancing the economy away from industrial production and investment to services and private consumption resumes as the vaccination rollout gains pace and confidence improves in other major economies the rotation of consumer demand from durables to services and as pent-up demand is exhausted metals demand growth will also decrease meanwhile as lockdowns ease metals output that will continue rebounding as some supply constraints ease as a result we expect industrial metal prices to have peaked or will peak soon before easing in the second half the price adjustments depending upon the fundamentals for each metal the one exception is likely to be tin where the supply shortfall will not be alleviated amid structural deficits that said we expect metal prices to remain elevated and above historical norms for the rest of the year barring a serious inflation shock or delta variant curveball. Meanwhile, the off mentioned green transition will continue to support metals demand over the longer term as stimulus tapers off and supply continues to lag.
0: And there you have it. I'm sure many will welcome news of prices coming off the boil, though surely metal producers, their employees, and their shareholders remain reasonably optimistic about their prospects for the future. I want to thank Robin for joining me today, and I also want to thank you for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe to The Forward Curve on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Christian Clavidecher, and on behalf of the Gold Street Advisors team, I thank you for listening. And remember to always keep an eye and ear on the forward curve.